This is the Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. Quick! The house is empty. I have half an hour. I should quickly get to recording. Oh, it's been ages. Mostly I have been struggling with my morning sickness and trying to juggle everything else that I'm doing. And this podcast just kind of gets forgotten and I feel quite bad about it. Let me tell you about the bulbs experiments. I'm going to call the indoor bulbs in glass jars experiment a total wash. Out of all the bulbs that I planted in inverted commas, and I think I must have planted about hmm, 10, one gave me a tulip. And the rest, even though they sprouted, they never made flowers. And I'm suspecting that's because they never saw sun. So I'm not quite sure where I was supposed to be keeping the glass vases. They were definitely in sunny spots in my house and I followed all the instructions that I saw on Pinterest. I guess I have to call this a Pinterest fail. I've got three more that I had arrived much later than the first batch and I had them in the fridge for a while. They did not go mouldy. I had them not in a plastic bag this time and that seemed to work. They haven't even seemed to grow roots. So I think next year, if, and I probably will, decide to do tulip bulbs again, I think I'm just going to put them in pots outside. My daffodils, on the other hand, have been great. I've got a couple of pots of happy yellow flowers. I've cut a few and brought them inside, which has been really nice. I haven't had very many pink ones. I think I had one that was a double-layered orangey white might be thinking about being pink color the only downside was when they all started to bloom we had a really big stormy weekend that lasted I think both sides of the weekend and everything kind of got blown around and a lot of the stems got bent I might go out and cut a few more and bring them inside to enjoy but it's been nice to see them out my window so daffodils were a yay and I'm going to see if I can try and salvage those bulbs for next year but uh, sadly the tulips didn't go. Reporting in on the rest of my garden it desperately needs a weed which I'm just not getting to at the moment. My lawn is looking quite sad and in theory we're not supposed to be watering at this time of the year and I've been kind of hoping that we've had rain every four to five days which we haven't And even though we've had a lot of rain, it's been over a really short period of time. And so I'm really torn about whether or not that means I can justify watering my lawn in the middle of winter. It just seems so incredibly wrong. And yet, you know, like we have climate change and Perth rainfall has halved and then halved again over the last, I think, 15 years. And, you know, we just don't get enough rain. And it's a tiny strip of lawn. It's not like I I put lawn across my whole backyard. I haven't really come to a resolution about whether or not I could justify watering. It's not very green. And I and we just got a swing set from my sister who was uh, redoing her backyard. And so I would like to put that swing set up on the lawn and have there be a soft spot for falls and what have you. So that will be a new thing that we'll be doing in the garden soon. Other than that, lots of my plants have actually been flowering. A lot of my grevilleas have ended up flowering, which has been really nice. I planted a sort of sunset species 
So they're a sort of an orangey colour, a light orangey colour. Unfortunately, they've mostly flowered on the side away from the house, so you can't actually see the flowers from inside. And a few of my bottle brushes have flowered, which has been really nice. I've got a couple of varieties that I planted. I have Little John's, which are still really little plants, but they have a vibrant red flower. And the ones outside the window near my sitting room are an orangey bottle brush colour, which is really nice. So we were going to move. I think I said that before and I sort of got a bit despondent about what to do with the garden. But since we're not moving, I'm thinking that I'm going to start backfilling into the garden and putting more numbers of plants than my friend originally suggested. I think that she was aiming for what it would look like in 10 years' time, which I think is fair and that maybe I'll overplant it. But at the same time, it looks sparse and straggly. So, And, I, and some plants have died. I think in the next month or so, which is hilarious because I'm not going to do it in the next month or so, but I'd like to start having an idea about what and where I'm going to need to go and source plants to backfill. You've been listening to the Champagne and Socks podcast a twice-weekly podcast of all things craft, dropping Tuesdays and Thursdays. You can now subscribe via iTunes, leave a review if you like, join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week. Email me at champagneandsocks at gmail.com or find me on Twitter as Champagne Socks. I'm over on Ravelry as Girly Jones. Also find the Ravelry group, Champagne and Socks. Finally, photos and links for this episode can be found in the show notes at champagneandsocks.com. Speak to you later.